0: Without your mercy and your grace. Pastor Kevin Rollins would blow the trumpet. Ministries, come and join us every Sunday, eleven thirty a.m., sixteen oh nine Havana Street, Village Exchange Center, Aurora, Colorado, eight zero zero one zero. We all thirst for something, so come and join us and let the Word of God quench your thirst. Today's message is entitled, The Prophetic Community. I'll be coming out Isaiah 9, 6 through 7. For as a child has been born for us, the gift of a son for us, he'll take over the running of the world. His name will be Amazing Counselor, Strong God, Eternal Father. Prince of Wholeness. His ruling authority will grow and there will be no limits to the wholeness he brings. He'll rule from the historic David throne over that promised kingdom. He'll put that kingdom on a firm footing and keep it going with fair dealing and right living. Beginning now and lasting always. The zeal of God of the angel armies will do all of this. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Father, dear Lord, for all you do, Father. We thank you for your wholeness, Father, dear Lord. We thank you for your strength. We thank you for your amazing counselor, Father, dear Lord. We thank you for all you do, Father, dear Lord, for us this day and forever. Amen. These are the last days. We are the prophetic community, and it is our world that is falling apart. The reason we're here at this specific point in history is to bring God's perspective into the world's devastation and respond when people call on the Lord to be saved. Individuals aren't looking to be converted. They're looking for help. Help. Jesus doesn't want people to be alone when their world's falling apart, when they are sin-afflicted, drug, and sex-addicted, feeling as though they are rejected and infected with evil this world we live in. We should be asking them, is there anything I can do for you? That is the question that releases the life and ministry and gifts of the Holy Spirit into our everyday world. The Christ in us is the hope of glory for others. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, this means Jesus is present within us. And that means when you ask that can I help question, that Jesus question, you are fully equipped and capable of responding exactly the way Jesus would. The gifts of the Holy Spirit were designed For the streets, for the moments we face in our everyday living, they weren't given so the Christians can work them on each other. The gifts of the Spirit are how Jesus works through us to touch the lives of hurting people. If our activities doesn't serve others, then we are wasting a colossal amount of time. Matthew 28 18-21 18-21 through 21 in the Message Bible. Jesus, undeadered, went right ahead and gave his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you go out and train everyone you meet far and near in this way of life. Making them by baptism in the threefold name Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you, I'll be with you as you do this, day after day after day, right up to the end of age. Being a Christian isn't about how big, how many, how much, and how great. It isn't about position or power, or who has the strongest anointing. There's an eternity in heaven to be blessed, and we'll have plenty of time to enjoy it. Our time here is about being like Jesus In this cold and evil world we live in, Jesus didn't come to our planet on vacation. He came on assignment. Likewise, we have not been put in these last days accidentally. There's divine purpose at work within us. We don't just happen to be where we are today, running across people whose worlds are turned upside down by chance. This is by a divine appointment. God placed us here on purpose, with purpose. I don't believe in fatalism, but I do believe in destiny. Aren't we people of destiny? Remember, we have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We are filled with the Spirit of God. We are living in this window and time called the last days. Hallelujah, help us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We are where we are because God strategically placed us here. The question I ask you, are we open for business? Is our job as Christians, if our job as Christians was simply to gather together and worship God, we could do that in heaven. Scripture says very little about us converting people. What it does say is this, you will be my witness, Acts 1-8. The Message Bible, he told them you... Don't get to know the time. Timing is the Father's business. What you'll get is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be able to be my witness in Jerusalem, all over Judea and Samaria, even to the ends of the world. In other words, we will have illustrations, living proof that Jesus was, in fact, God and he still is alive. It is unquestionably important that people make a decision to follow Christ if they turn to him invite him into their lives and experience his forgiveness and cleansing for their sins but I see this turning as a result not a goal Jesus said plainly I came to seek to save what was lost Luke 19:10. the messy bible Jesus said today is salvation day in this home here he is Zacchaeus son of Abraham for the son of man came to find and restore the lost. In conclusion, our job is to continue that mission, not to capture and convert, but to bring Christ's presence into a lost world, make his power and love available. Not everyone Jesus ministered to chose to follow him. Where were the crowds he fed? The multitudes he healed in the time of his death, many of them were standing beneath the cross, spinning and shouting, crucify him. In fact, after three and a half years of public ministry, Jesus left behind 120 followers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. My God. We must continue to serve you, Lord. Hallelujah. See, it's up to us to minister as he did, with no hooks. We must bring his healing to people because people hurt. We must bring his hope because people are hopeless. We must bring his love because people are bereft of unconditional love. We must do all these things without ulterior motives. We are the church. We are the revolution of Jesus. We are the way others come to know him. Without this sacred understanding of our true identity, we will never have the confidence, courage, and trust to reach out to others with Christ's healing love. God is not calling us to go to church. He's calling us to be His church, the hope of the world.